Hello, you're listening to Pipe Time. This is Ned Pipe. And today I just want to talk about happiness. What's it mean to be happy, right? Everybody wants to be happy. Well, the key, and I want to talk about my five keys to understanding happiness and achieving success. This is understanding happiness and achieving success. So in order to understand happiness, there are five key elements to understanding happiness. Number one, the overlooking of being grateful. Do not overlook being grateful. It's easy to overlook being grateful. It's so easy, just like it's easy to be depressed and not want to get out of bed. And it's easy to say everything is awful and everything's out to get me. Because the truth is, you're right. I don't know if you're biblical, but any religion will tell you. Even any philosopher, science, they're all in agreement. That the universe is made up of energy. And we have more Than we need and a lot of that energy that we don't need is actually easier at flowing through it flows easy it has no law there's no gravity it, it's not supposed to exist so there's a lot of laws that don't exist against it Yet, it's negative energy because it negates what exists, right? So, that being said, when something is being negated, you have a lot more negating against than we have arguing for. Because the system wasn't built to argue for itself because it wasn't built to have something to argue against. My point is there's negative energy that affects what we have the most of, which means that we have a lot of affection going on. We have more positive energy, which is things meant to be positive energy, the definition according to understanding happiness and achieving success, positive energy. Everything meant to be. It's what was meant to be. All things meant to be in the universe. What was meant to be in existence. That is positive energy. So we have a lot of what was meant to be in existence being affected by negative energy, which is defined by me understanding happiness and achieving success in this book we define negative energy as negative energy as I'm sorry in this lecture negative energy is what doesn't exist in the universe the second Advanced definition of negative energy is what was never meant to be in existence 
and behaves through aggression towards reality. Simply put, negative energy is an affection to existence. That would be the simple coin definition for the lecture here today on the concept of understanding happiness and understanding. I'm sorry, <laughs> understanding happiness and achieving success. This is the first part, understanding happiness. So the first element is to not take for granted, to not forget to be grateful. And I kind of went on a tangent, but you'll understand that in a moment. The point of all of this is, is that we do have an easier time when we're being affected. To cure an affection, to fight an affection, is not easy. It takes time. It takes knowledge. It takes effort. It takes courage, bravery. It takes faith in the outcome. It takes potential in the individual. It takes calmness. It takes the lack of stress and a steady hand. It takes stability and mentality. It takes a lot to fight infection. But is it that hard? It may be easier to not, but is it harder to try? That's the question. And the truth is no. Because what is easy comes at great consequence. We see the consequence daily for our laziness and unwillingness to try, for our inability to fight. That has consequence. And those consequences are not easy to receive, to live through. Sometimes those consequences can result in death, in homelessness, in sickness and disease. That's not easier than living a happy life because we earned it. So, do not take for granted this key element pertains to all of this because it sums it up. If we take for granted the amazingness of this universe, then we will realize that, okay, I'm depressed and we get on pills, we get on medicine and we don't understand why and we blame it on our incurable clinical diagnosis in the psychological field instead of realizing the benefit of a clean home, of a effective relationship with others, of a steady and stable income flow in the home, of our pets being loved for, of our ability to love others and that being taken advantage of by us. So when we're not putting that focus on us and saying, hey, I'm an affected individual just like every single person in existence by the law, which I'm coining, the law of negation through power. It negates through the power of the universe against the power of the universe. So the law of negation through power, not against power, because negative energy cannot become 
energy without first manipulating the positive, which is already in existence. Once it manipulates that positive energy, it can turn it into a separate entity in which wishes to eliminate the source being the positive energy. So, it first may present itself as what was meant to be in existence, the real reality, when in reality it is falsehood. So, if you look at all the things that you feel that are not nice, that are not kind, in your attitude and response, you'll realize that you've been fooled into believing a lie. And you should feel such freedom from knowing that none of it's real, none of it's true. It's the opposite of reality. And that means that all the ugly that you feel is not real. All you have to do is step out and do something. The opposite. It's a guide if you use it wisely. When someone says this person hates you, in your mind, I'm sorry, when your mind, your emotions tell you people hate you, you need to learn to love. Learn to love. You'll be happy. It's guiding you in the right direction if you let it. So, do not take that for granted. Clean the house. Love another person. Realize that you can fight with power and wisdom, knowing that, hey, maybe I am depressed because the house is dirty. Maybe I am depressed because I haven't had a good, heartfelt conversation with anyone lately. Maybe I am depressed because I've been kind of selfish and haven't learned to love other people in a selfless way. And maybe I am depressed because I'm just not trying. My life is being neglected by me. And once I take care of myself, I'll feel better because that's the way of gratification. That's a benefit of our existence. Not a state of resistance. By that, I mean we should not say because all of the things that I'm not doing are making me depressed, that must mean that they're not worth doing. We should instead say it's not worth it if I don't try. That's the number one key. Do not take anything for granted. And that's what that means. The second key is to understand the concept of time and the relative benefit. So this is the study of the relative benefit. And this is number two element of understanding happiness, the relative benefit. So what is it you're feeling? You're feeling depressed. You're feeling down. You're feeling anxious. You're feeling worried. You're feeling concerned, consumed with self-doubt and an inability to even feel loved and happy. And you say, okay, fine, I cleaned my house, I applied for a job, but I still feel a big majority of all the things I mentioned. Have you given it time? Have you continued to try realizing that, hey, maybe I'm not done? Just because you applied for a job doesn't mean all of your feelings that are caused by your neglect in life and all of your affection that has taken place, well, it could take time and more effort 
and more effort and more effort and realizing the relative benefit once you are conscious of the relative benefit that adds up in time just like your depression added up in time you were conscious of the negative for so long that you ended up more and more depressed as the years went on until the point where you were on medicine that you weren't on before and you had diseases that have been come went from bipolar to borderline personality and now you have all the mental diseases listed above minus schizophrenia and now that has happened within the past 10 years you just keep getting more and more depressed and more milligrams increased on your medicine more and more and more because it takes time for the relative benefit to become a massive influx of power that means that your power has outweighed your affection. A massive influx of power. That takes time, just like it takes time for the affection to become a massive influx of negation against positivity, which is all things included in life. So, if you want to be a part of that massive influx of all things included in life, massive influx of power, meaning that you as an individual are a part of that massive influx of positivity, which is all things included, but you, a massive influx of power for you means the world in your time. It's a division of positivity given to one in all. And once you have that, that means that you've done a lot of things to move to that direction. Not just apply for a job, not just clean your house one day, but constantly, constantly, constantly develop that life strategy to the point where it's just as natural at the point of withdrawal that's the point where you are able to cash in so to speak on all things owed by the law starting with this one the understanding of happiness so once you are able to understand that it takes time and noticing all the relative benefits for your actions only. So when you apply for a job, you consciously recognize and take note of the fact that you got the job. Then once you clean your house, you constantly take note of how clean it looks and how that makes you feel. And you constantly think about the positive benefits of that over time. And then you grow to where you're not just cleaning the house, but you're making a home. You realize that your little steps resulted in multiple recognitions of success by your own mental evaluation of self, then you will then one day become an individual of wealth. Wealth being here, the satisfaction of success in power 
dissatisfaction of success and power. That's wealth, not just becoming a member of power, a member of the law of positivity, the theory of influx, but one who is satisfied without measure due to the bonus of pleasure in and through effort without seizing. That is a time-consuming process that is I'm sorry, that that is contingent upon the patience and willingness of the individual to not only try, but leap without bounds into a flow of positive and worthy objectives and not being wavered from purpose in all things included positivity. Please do not give up. Understanding happiness. Do not take anything for granted and then understanding the time and relative benefit. Three. Be susceptible, susceptible to change. Now what does that mean? For one, it means not only are all the other things mentioned true, but you also have to be one who is willing to accept the idea of change. That means that it's going to be hard. You have to be willing to say some things I can let go. Some things are not important. Some things don't matter. Some things are not good for me. If you're able to have a mindset that you do have to be able to be susceptible to change, you can be on the step to understanding happiness and achieving success. I said there was five. Here's the fourth one. Be a member for life. Now, when you're a member of the positivity of the message of what I'm saying here, when you're a member of that, that mindset, that power, that all things included reality that is being affected daily, when you choose in your heart, your soul, your spirit, your mind, the depth of who you are, that not only are you going to do what is said to do here, but you will also choose to accept its existence as impossible to 
be not real. It's impossible that it's not true. It's impossible that this message is not the reality of existence. It's a law. When you know the law, when you understand it and accept it as truth, with consequence of neglect that comes from neglect, you won't neglect the law. Accept it as truth. Understand, this is, and there isn't anything else. It's true. Then, you become a member for life. Meaning, your chances of success are increased by triple the amount of the alternative. As the alternative is about a 2% chance of achieving success, and that is based upon their definition of what it is to be successful. Not in the concept of this. That's how powerful it is. So, become a member for life. Number five. Do nothing contrary to life and its processes therein. If you understand the member of life philosophy, the member for life, then you will understand that once you become a member for life, doing contrary to your membership is not good. It does you no, no good. So, do nothing contrary, and you will understand. The knowledge of happiness will always be there. You must do nothing contrary to the philosophies herein. Achieving success, once you've been able to understand happiness. Summarize. Achieving success, element one. Key element number one. Finding your source. You must find your source. Why are you here? Look deep inside and find out who you began as. Look so far into your soul and develop your mentality from that point. You must ask yourself who you were as a child. Ask others. Inquire of your soul where you started and realize that in order to eliminate the infection that has taken place, you must start with the source of the infection. Because your beginning in life is where the infection started. Therefore, your source is your solution. And the key to your development. Number two. Ask and wait. Look up, look in, speak out, do all you can do, and quarrel not, debate little, and only in prying times, and utter no negation 
despite its existence. You must learn to be disciplined in your verbiage and learn the benefit of silence in times of trouble. Number three, harden not your heart. No matter how trying and how little it seems you've received over whatever course of time, keep steadfast and keep pushing forward and do not grow bitter because of your lack despite your effort. Number four, receive willingly. Do not hold yourself back. Do not negate favor. Do not waver from potential. Do not fear in the face of reward and you will achieve the success of being a member for life. Lastly, number five, keep note and practice awareness. You must always be aware of what it is that is going on around you. Are you missing the reward? Are you tracking your progress? Do that. Do all of it. And you will achieve success beyond the understanding of happiness. Thank you so much. Hello, you're listening to Pipe Time. This is Ned Pipe. And today I just want to talk about Happiness. What's it mean to be happy, right? Everybody wants to be happy. Well, the key, and I want to talk about my five keys to understanding happiness and achieving success. This is understanding happiness and achieving success. So in order to understand happiness, there are five key elements to understanding happiness. Number one, the overlooking of being grateful. Do not overlook being grateful. It's easy to overlook being grateful. It's so easy, just like it's easy to be depressed and not want to get out of bed. And it's easy to say everything is awful and everything's out to get me. Because the truth is, you're right. I don't know if you're biblical, but any religion will tell you. Even any philosopher, science, they're all in agreement that the universe is made up of energy and we have more than we need. And a lot of that energy that we don't need is actually... easier at flowing through. It flows easy. It has no law. 
there's no gravity it, it's not supposed to exist so there's a lot of laws that don't exist against it yet it's negative energy because it negates what exists right so that being said when something is being negated you have a lot more negating against than we have arguing for because the system wasn't built to argue for itself because it wasn't built to have something to argue against my point is there's negative energy that affects what we have the most of which means that we have a lot of affection going on we have more positive energy which is things meant to be positive energy the definition according to understanding happiness and achieving success positive energy everything meant to be it's what was meant to be all things meant to be in the universe what was meant to be in existence that is positive energy so we have a lot of what was meant to be in existence being affected by negative energy which is defined by me understanding happiness and achieving success in this book we define negative energy as negative energy as I'm sorry in this lecture negative energy is what doesn't exist in the universe the second advanced definition of negative energy is what was never meant to be in existence and behaves through aggression towards reality simply put negative energy is an affection to existence that would be the simple coin definition for the lecture here today on the concept of understanding happiness and understanding I'm sorry <laughs> understanding happiness and achieving success this is the first part understanding happiness so the first element is to not take for granted to not forget to be grateful and I kind of went on a tangent but you'll understand that in a moment the point of all of this is is that we do have an easier time when we're being affected to cure an affection to fight an affection is not easy it takes time it takes knowledge it takes effort it takes courage bravery it takes faith in the outcome it takes potential in the individual it takes calmness it takes the lack of stress and a steady hand it takes stability and mentality it takes a lot to fight infection but is it that hard it may be easier to not but is it harder to try that's the question and the truth is no 
because what is easy comes at great consequence. We see the consequence daily for our laziness and unwillingness to try, for our inability to fight. That has consequence. And those consequences are not easy to receive, to live through. Sometimes those consequences can result in death, in homelessness, in sickness and disease. That's not easier than living a happy life because we earned it. So, do not take for granted this key element it pertains to all of this because it sums it up. If we take for granted the amazingness of this universe, then we will realize that, okay, I'm depressed, and we get on pills, we get on medicine, and we don't understand why, and we blame it on our incurable clinical diagnosis in the psychological field instead of realizing the benefit of a clean home of a effective relationship with others, of a steady and stable income flow in the home, of our pets being loved for, of our ability to love others and that being taken advantage of by us. So when we're not putting that focus on us and saying, hey, I'm an affected individual just like every single person in existence by the law which I'm coining the law of negation through power. It negates through the power of the universe against the power of the universe. So the law of negation through power, not against power, because negative energy cannot become energy without first manipulating the positive, which is already in existence. Once it manipulates that positive energy, it can turn it into a separate entity in which wishes to eliminate the source being the positive energy. So it first may present itself as what was meant to be in existence, the real reality, when in reality it is falsehood. So. If you look at all the things that you feel that are not nice, that are not kind, in your attitude and response, you'll realize that you've been fooled into believing a lie. And you should feel such freedom from knowing that none of it's real, none of it's true. It's the opposite of reality, and that means that all the ugly that you feel is not real. All you have to do is step out and do something. The opposite. It's a guide if you use it wisely. When someone says this person hates you, in your mind, I'm sorry, when your mind, your emotions tell you people hate you, you need to learn to love. Learn to love. You'll be happy. It's guiding you in the right direction if you let it. So, do not take that for granted. Clean the house. Love another person. Realize that you can 
fight with power and wisdom, knowing that, hey, maybe I am depressed because the house is dirty. Maybe I am depressed because I haven't had a good, heartfelt conversation with anyone lately. Maybe I am depressed because I've been kind of selfish and haven't learned to love other people in a selfless way. And maybe I am depressed because I'm just not trying. My life is being neglected by me. And once I take care of myself, I'll feel better because that's the layer of gratification. That's a benefit of our existence. Not a state of resistance. By that, I mean we should not say because all of the things that I'm not doing are making me depressed, that must mean that they're not worth doing. We should instead say it's not worth it if I don't try. That's the number one key. Do not take anything for granted. And that's what that means. The second key is to understand the concept of time and the relative benefit. So this is the study of the relative benefit, and this is number two element of understanding happiness, the relative benefit. So what is it you're feeling? You're feeling depressed, you're feeling down, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling worried, you're feeling concerned, consumed with self-doubt, and an inability to even feel loved and happy. And you say, okay, fine, I cleaned my house, I applied for a job, but I still feel a big majority of all those things I mentioned. Have you given it time? Have you continued to try realizing that, hey, maybe I'm not done? Just because you applied for a job doesn't mean all of your feelings that are caused by your neglect in life and all of your affection that has taken place. Well, it could take time and more effort and more effort and more effort. And realizing the relative benefit, once you are conscious of the relative benefit, that adds up in time. Just like your depression added up in time, you were conscious of the negative for so long that you ended up more and more depressed as the years went on until the point where you were on medicine that you weren't on before. And you had diseases that have been come, went from bipolar to borderline personality. And now you have all the mental diseases listed above minus schizophrenia. And now that has happened within the past 10 years. You just keep getting more and more depressed and more milligrams increased on your medicine. More and more and more because it takes time. For the relative benefit to become a massive influx of power. That means that your power has outweighed your affection. A massive influx of power. That takes time, just like it takes time for the affection to become a massive influx of negation against positivity which is all things included in life. So if you want to be a part of that massive influx of all things included in life, massive influx of power, meaning that you as an individual are a part of that massive influx of positivity, which is all things included. But you, a massive influx of power for you means the world in your time 
It's a division of positivity given to one in all. And once you have that, that means that you've done a lot of things to move to that direction. Not just apply for a job, not just clean your house one day, but constantly, constantly, constantly develop that life strategy to the point where it's just as natural at the point of withdrawal. That's the point where you are able to cash in, so to speak, on all things owed by the law. Starting with this one, the understanding of happiness. So, once you are able to understand that it takes time and noticing all the relative benefits for your actions only. So when you apply for a job, you consciously recognize and take note of the fact that you got the job. Then once you clean your house, you constantly take note of how clean it looks and how that makes you feel. And you constantly think about the positive benefits of that over time. And then you grow to where you're not just cleaning the house, but you're making a home. You realize that your little steps resulted in multiple recognitions of success by your own mental evaluation of self, then you will then one day become an individual of wealth. Wealth being here, the satisfaction of success in power. The satisfaction of success and power. That's wealth. Not just becoming a member of power. A member of the law of positivity. The theory of influx. But one who is satisfied without measure due to the bonus of pleasure in and through effort without seizing. That is a time consuming process that is cont I'm sorry that that is contingent upon the patience and willingness of the individual to not only try but leap without bounds into a flow of positive and worthy objectives and not being wavered from purpose in all things included.
positivity. Please do not give up. Understanding happiness. Do not take anything for granted. And then understanding the time and relative benefit. Three. Be susceptible, susceptible to change. Now, what does that mean? For one, it means not only are all the other things mentioned true, but you also have to be one who is willing to accept the idea of change. That means that it's going to be hard. You have to be willing to say, some things I can let go. Some things are not important. Some things don't matter. Some things are not good for me. If you're able to have a mindset that you do have to be able to be susceptible to change, you can be on the step to understanding happiness and achieving success. I said there was five. Here's the fourth one. Be a member for life. Now, when you're a member of the positivity of the message of what I'm saying here, when you're a member of that, that mindset, that power, that all things included reality that is being affected daily, when you choose in your heart, your soul, your spirit, your mind, the depth of who you are, that not only are you going to do what is said to do here, but you will also choose to accept its existence as impossible to be not real. It's impossible that it's not true. It's impossible that this message is not the reality of existence. It's a law. When you know the law, when you understand and accept it as truth, with consequence of neglect that comes from neglect, you won't neglect the law. Accept it as truth. Understand, this is And there isn't anything else. It's true. Then you become a member for life. Meaning your chances of success are increased by triple the amount of the alternative. As the alternative is about a 2% chance of achieving success. And that is based upon their definition of what it is to be successful. Not in the concept of this. That's how powerful it is. So, become a member for life. Number five. Do nothing contrary to life and its processes therein. If you understand the member of life philosophy, the member for life, then you will understand 
that once you become a member for life, doing contrary to your membership is not good. It does you no, no good. So, do nothing contrary and you will understand. The knowledge of happiness will always be there. You must do nothing contrary to the philosophies herein. Achieving success once you've been able to understand happiness. Summarize. Achieving success element one. Key element number one. Finding your source. You must find your source. Why are you here? Look deep inside and find out who you began as. Look so far into your soul and develop your mentality from that point. You must ask yourself who you were as a child. Ask others. Inquire of your soul where you started. And realize that in order to eliminate the infection that has taken place, you must start with the source of the infection. Because your beginning in life is where the infection started. Therefore, your source is your solution. And the key to your development. Number two. Ask and wait. Look up, look in, speak out, do all you can do, and quarrel not, debate little, and only in prying times, and utter no negation despite its existence. You must learn to be disciplined in your verbiage and learn the benefit of silence in times of trouble. Number three, harden not your heart. No matter how trying and how little it seems, You've received over whatever course of time keep steadfast and keep pushing forward and do not grow bitter because of your lack despite your effort number four receive willingly do not hold yourself back do not Negate favor. Do not waver from potential. Do not fear in the face of reward. And you will achieve the success of being a member for life. Lastly, number five. Keep note. and practice awareness. You must always be aware of what it is that is going on around you. 
Are you missing the reward? Are you tracking your progress? Do that. Do all of it. And you will achieve success beyond the understanding of happiness. Thank you so much. I'm just like, I have the words to say and then all of a sudden it's gone. How are you listening to Talk It Over with, um, with Justin Dye and my brother, Joshua Dye. And so we're just, we're really excited today because today we get to bring some encouraging words to you, but also some truth that you all need to hear because what we do here on Talk It Over is we really add that emphasis on the importance of what's going on in the world. So I just really like to share those facts with you. And also me and my brother, we always have cool talks about uh, religion, don't we? Yep. We love Jesus, we love God, and we just love to just really get into it and just kind of, you know, theologize, you know, theories and everything. And what we were just talking about was the fact that we probably only got 20 years to live. <laughs> How much longer do you think we got before the end of the world, bro? Probably about, i say, pretty close to five to ten years. And the reason we say that is why? Why would you say that we only got five? Because I think it's about 20 it's natural, to 25. Because but. the natural instinct of the eye. No, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. What do you mean the natural instinct of the eye? Can you just explain? Because people don't understand your lingo. You, you, see, gotta, you see different. You see the end of the world. You don't, so you're saying that you, you have a vision? E yeah, you don't see evil no more. So you're saying that you have a vision for the next five yeah, to ten years. So what is your evil. vision for the next five to ten years? What would you say is... What are you seeing? Why are you saying that? I say, I say, the devil will be in disguise, and then. But why? It's what, because what he, has made you? He's think gonna. That? I I feel like they're gonna kill off Christians. They're gonna kill off people. They're gonna torture people, but they ain't gonna do it to the fullest. They're gonna let you know that you're they're after you in a certain way. And, then, and that is true. I, I definitely agree with what he's saying there. But I would just want to stop because I want to be a little bit more uplifting and just say I agree with everything that he's saying. Not necessarily that within the next 10 years everybody's going to die, but that more or less there is bad things that are going to happen, of course. And if you watch the news, if you watch what's happening in the world, then you're going to understand that there is tons of things that are prophetic that are just coming to pass. Like the Bible said that in the last days, people would be boasters, lovers of self. They would have no respect for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They would never mention his name. They would be going to and fro. And by the way, in the Bible, we ran on camels and it took three days to walk somewhere and they didn't even know glaciers existed because there was no such thing as television. And now we're able to drive around in cars, fly around in airplanes. And I'm actually working at a call center where I I learn all about travel and there's a whole industry built and obsessed with the idea of travel and the Bible said that they would be greedy and these people are all about money and they the Bible said that people would be mockers and how many times have you seen Saturday Night Live make fun of people who are against the idea of a conservative value being Christian based how many times have you seen somebody who was christian mocked on television and the bible said that in the last days everybody would see that jesus christ come from the sky and how are we all going to see that without a television and the bible said in the last days everybody would speak 
know the word of God and how in the world are you going to do that without the internet so everybody knows the word of God, has access to the word of God now thanks to the internet the Bible said in the last days Israel would be a nation again and that didn't happen until 1949 and that was within the past 70 years and the Bible said a thousand years is a day to God but thousands and thousands of years ago Jesus Christ said his people would once again come to the nation of Israel on the wings of eagles and do you know when that nation of Israel became a nation again in 1949 the plane that took every Jew in the world to that nation of Israel was called on the side of that plane wings of eagle and God said it would be on the shoulders of the Gentile. And do you know that airport was stationed right there between two Gentile nations? Literally on the shoulder of both of those nations? The Bible has said it. And we are in the last days. Matter of fact, the Bible said that the earthquakes wouldn't happen until the last days. And the first earthquake ever recorded was in the Bible. And that was the day that Jesus Christ actually died and God said he gave up the ghost and then there was an earthquake and before that in the Old Testament it said in the last days there will be earthquakes so we have been in the last days since Jesus Christ very left to go to hell for three days to be resurrected and then go to be with the Father and we have been in the last days for that long and if you look at before that, 2,000 years before that, the Noah happened, where the earth was flooded. And God said in the last days, it will be just like the days of Noah. And how long has it been since Jesus Christ was resurrected? So tell me how much longer you think we have. Because it's been a long time. And Noah, the world was flooded, and then we had about 2,000 years, and then Jesus died. And now here we are in the year 2018, and you look around, and it's pretty much like the days of Noah. God said that Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed when that happened, and everything that's happened in America was Sodom and Gomorrah. This is stuff God can't stand. This is stuff that caused him to put a rainbow in the sky because he really didn't want to kill everybody that lived ever again but he didn't promise not to destroy it by fire which is why I know that the dinosaurs didn't die by fire they died by flood the dinosaurs were the Nephilim they were the giants that God said that he destroyed it they were the fallen angels <laughs> they were the people that gave birth to the dinosaurs that's what the dinosaurs were they were fallen angels came into humans and became that and then we pieced them together and said they existed millions of years before humans did well that's a lie and that's a lie from satan who does who wants you to believe that the world was destroyed by fire instead of water and that's not true because the bible says that the only time the world was destroyed was by fire god is not somebody who goes around destroying people he let sodom and gomorrah get burnt up but he didn't destroy the whole world by fire and god said in the last days, it would be just like the days of the Noah's days. And we may not have dinosaurs, but we have Beyonce bigger than life with millions of fans. We have television. We have 
Britney Spears, bigger than life with millions of fans. We have the Hollywood Walk of Fame. We have plenty of idols in this world. So I don't really understand how the dinosaurs and all those big giants that we call you know, way before humans existed are any different than the giants we see on television that tell us how to live our life. So that's exactly what God said would happen in the last days. He said it wouldn't be, he didn't say it would be the days of Noah. He said it would be like the days of Noah. However, a third of the angels fell from heaven. How many people make it? And if you look at a third of the angels, well, a third of existence is famous. One in a million people make it. Of the television. So maybe they were destined to be famous. Maybe they are the fallen angels. Maybe they're just like the dinosaurs because the dinosaurs were the fallen angels. And if you remember, everything has a beginning and an end. God said He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning, the middle, and the end. So if the beginning was dinosaurs and the end is Britney and Beyonce and Jay Z, that means that the dinosaurs are not evolving like science wants to have you believe that evolution is true. You're actually de evolving, you're actually dying. So these big dinosaurs become little humans, while the little humans become major angels and they become big in the sky so that's the evolution not the evolution of monkeys where monkeys become humans because that's not what happens big dinosaurs fall the fallen angels war big they got big and mighty because there was a war in heaven there's three ages there's the first the second and the third and they're all earth ages because nothing happens in heaven like that because heaven he kicked them out remember and then there was a war so in the first because there's not gonna be a war in heaven God doesn't allow that so he kicked them out and then there was a war on earth and that was the first earth age and yeah there probably was and keep in mind Jesus is alive right now he's living through everybody he is there when you think he's not there but if you don't really understand the reason of Jesus being there with you, I really couldn't tell you the truth of it. But you just got to understand that it's going to, the end of days is near and it, it's going to be all over with. But if you believe in the afterlife and what's going to come next, then you should overcome whatever's in your path. But don't be like Jesus. Don't try to, you know, uh, run around telling everybody what your plan is. You just got to come with the plan. So what do you think about, but that's my brother Josh, by the way. He, um, what do you think about, you know, dinosaurs? I think they're extinctive, but I think they're... No, I mean, like, what do you think about the idea that dinosaurs were destroyed by the meteors and they prove somehow that the Earth is older than the Bible says and they're somehow I scientific, but they I disprove the Bible? I believe some people was dinosaurs that's in heaven and fell from heaven. I guess what I'm trying to say, would you agree with science or the Bible on the fact that... Do you think dinosaurs might have been the... Do you, are you familiar with the book and, like, the Noah story? Yeah. Do you know, like, the giants? Remember the Nephilim? Yeah. Do you think that that could have been the dinosaurs? Or do you think been. that 
dinosaurs, the Earth is really billions of years old. Could have been. Right, like, which but side do you side with? Because science and the Bible are the thing different. Is, if they Jesus conflict. never came out and said he was Jesus and stuff, he would still be alive to this day. Okay, so actually, we're, we seem to be at a, a standpoint where we're going to think about where our brains are taking us. So, um, thank you for listening to Talk It Over with the brothers, Justin and Josh. So, um, we're going to actually go to the music. And this is one of my favorite, all-time favorite um, spirit songs, um, all-time favorite uh, Christian songs. Of course, I love Christian music, so this is one of my all-time favorites. It's Grace Like Rain by Todd Agnew, and I highly suggest staying tuned for it. It's amazing. Definitely amazing. Thank you so much for tuning in to Talk It Over. Here you go. Okay, normally I'd play the whole song, but I just wanted to give you a little tidbit and give a little a little break. We were kind of in the middle of our, our thoughts and everything, so I just wanted to kind of give a little break. We'll play that full song another time, but thank you for tuning in to Talk It Over with Justin and my guest, my brother Josh. And we're just kind of talking, but we're going to kind of kick it up a little bit, um, kind of lift it up, you know, lift the mood up. So let's talk about something that the Bible definitely discusses, and that's faith and I definitely think that's something that everybody needs to have sometimes you know definitely with everything we were talking about like the end of the world obviously it's going to happen the antichrist is going to come everybody's going to do what they're going to do God said if you're not for me you're against me so it's a spiritual warfare every day and the weapon that we fight with is faith so how do we fight properly with our weapon without being destroyed by our weakness and that's my my key that I want to tackle today and I think that faith means believing in the God 
that is inside of you even when the human that is operating doesn't quite get it so it's definitely saying you know god said that i will be okay one day it one day is not now and so when you see and you're looking around and definitely when you see all the signs of the end times and you see that you're even with just your personal life you know just wanting to to make things happen and there just seems to not be working out that way it's better to know that god said you know he will make all of your ways prosper not some of them but all of them that means and god said he also sets your sins as far as the east is from the west once you repent of them that means that you are still a sinner because god said you will die a sinner that's why you're dying it's the consequence of sin if you're not a sinner you're not going to die jesus christ paid the consequence for your sin that means that death is the consequence for sin you still have to die but you don't have to pay the consequence because that there is a such thing as a second death jesus christ's payment was not the cross it was hell he went there for three days he laid and burned alive his spirit died and went to hell that was the payment for our sin so you and I don't have to and God said that he makes all of your ways prosper so that means that if you sit there and you mess up over and over and over again you have a bad habit he'll make that habit prosper even though it's a bad habit he will turn bad into good night into day he was talking about all the things that you can't change you can't change the bad that you do. You can't change the fact that you're a sinner. But he will make it into something good. You got to find the good in your life. And God said that Jesus Christ is the starting point for all good things. So you cannot do it on your own. But you can be yourself. And God said forgive and forget and have mercy and be faithful and be happy. And God said that you sh should wake up every day and say this is the day the lord made i am going to rejoice he said there is no law against joy so no matter who you are you have the obligation to be happy no matter who you are you have the right to be happy there is no law against happiness and god said when you are free from the law you are within the grace of god and when you are in within the grace of god you are blessed righteous prosperous and holy and God said that he will make all the ways of the righteous known to the wicked. And they will be afraid. He will bring the truth to the light. The truth of who you are as a child of God. Not as a sinner of life. This is the the mentality that we must grab a hold of and this is the way of life walk as Jesus walked Jesus Christ took the hand of Mary Magdalene who never changed as far as who she was intended to be by the birth rights of earth but she was mercied upon by the Lord and would you like to add anything to that no no? Uh -uh. Are you sure? You don't have anything to say about the word of faith? Uh -uh.